This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey guys, it's Casper. And Becky. From the DFWTO podcast. If you've been a longtime listener, you know how much mental health means to us. Mental health actually plays a role in many horror films, especially the final girl subgenre. Whether it's Nancy facing her nightmares and defeating Freddy, or Sydney taking out Ghostface to overcome the trauma of and avenge her mother's death. Not only are horror movies a huge comfort to Casper and I, so is putting our mental health first. And if you agree and you're searching for professional services, let BetterHelp be your guide. BetterHelp will connect you with a licensed therapist who can help you start your journey of self-awareness and discovery. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be flexible and convenient for any type of schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get yourself matched up with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just like the final girls that triumph over evil, triumph over your trauma with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com DFWTO and save 10% off your first month when you sign up today. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-F-W-T-O. And remember, guys, don't, don't fuck, fuck with the original. original. Now let's get into the episode. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. And I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. All right, guys. So we have a very special episode tonight, which is the part two of the Enchanted Church. Um, We got to go visit last uh, Thursday night. Yes. Um, thank you. Huge, 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 huge thank you to Bridget and Dave yes. for letting us not only visit the church, but letting us stay at the Airbnb. Um, Which Hubs and I will be staying at in September. Yes. So excited to go back. That place is... It's amazing. And we're going to be staying more than one night, so it'll be so exciting because that was the cutest... That was just the cutest little place, and I found some, like, other random stuff to do around in that area so it'll be a was it in sandusky it'll be a fun time yeah that indian mill did you oh, see that i saw signs yeah. for it yeah yeah we're gonna do that mm. since it's only like 14 everybody hear me slap my thigh she awesome. said <laughs> um yeah that just looked it was like 14 minutes away awesome i was like man why not this looks cute it was Some, very cute something to do it's it's Listen, it's quiet out there besides the trucks and literally the trucks (laughs) talking, 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 truck, talking, talking. (laughs) Literally, we sat outside in the morning for probably two hours and there were times we had to pause when we were talking because the truck was so loud that I'm like, your mouth is moving, but I don't hear anything. (laughs) It would make sense, though, that county roads like that. Mm -hmm would be a back road thoroughfare for most trucks like that off the highway. So it made sense, especially that early in the morning. But we had a wonderful time. I absolutely loved guys, if you are in the central Ohio area, please visit the deceased uh, vintage. It is the cool one of the coolest fucking really the coolest. I've been in some pretty cool antique shops and I think that was the coolest antique shop I've ever been in. And it definitely had 
not only to do with the stuff they had, but the vibe for sure. Because again, Bridget and Dave were just cool people and very um, good vibes all around, all around. You know, and it's it's I think it's a testament to meeting people too that have traveled. If people have the opportunity, you know. Not everybody can afford a passport or to hop on a plane, but even just getting in your car and driving across the country, you just get a totally different perspective of people, even state by state. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I really think it makes you appreciate different people and get a different perspective of people and make you more of an empathetic person. And um, you could just tell that they were both very well traveled and had a lot of stories and a lot of interesting things. And it was just really, really, really cool. I, I just was... I was eating it all up. I, I just Same. thought stuff like that was so cool, especially being a 90s kid. I mean, it was just neat to talk about, you know, L.A. and like my favorite bands and just hanging out and like all that kind of stuff. I mean, and remember, I, grew up, I grew up with the Osbournes guys, so it was it was just all that kind of stuff for me was really, really cool being a 90s kid. And getting to hang out in that church, too, and just like. Just chilling. Yeah, it was like at night, it was wild because you're literally in the middle of nowhere and we turned into the cemetery graveyard by mistake and all of a sudden it's the next road and it's just this red ominous light. We posted the pictures in our social medias with the gargoyle shadow like, you know, that makes it look scary as hell. But you get in there and I think this is really a testament to not only the, the dogs, but mm -hmm. to Bridget and Dave. Um, Listen, shout out to every single one of those dogs. Shout out to all those Cheeto, Frankie, Vincent, Frankie, Bell or Bella. I'm sorry. I think I it's Bell. The name. Um, and their new one. Uh, what was his name? Oh my goodness. Did you see the picture of their new one? I did. Happy birthday to Bridget. Um, yes. Happy birthday, Bridget. Is that I today? still have Bell. tomorrow? I still have Bell's uh, love, bruise, and scratch on my I'm so used to it with the menagerie of animals. Moonrise. Love it. The menagerie of animals that I've had over the years, I have been bitten, scratched, stomped, all of bruises, all of the above. So I take them as love taps. I don't care. My dad's on my leg. He's like, what the hell? Did a pterodactyl? I'm like, no. It was a very cute blind dog. Um, no, it's not that bad, a pterodactyl. <laughs> but <laughs> my dad just likes to exaggerate. But... Um, I cannot wait to go back. I'm so excited. Hopefully, Hubs and I get invited to the church. Um, but we're just excited to to go back to the odd to for me to go back to the odd end and the uh, deceased vintage, and for uh, my husband to experience it as well. It's just going to be really exciting. But um, so it was about a it was about what we're going to talk a little bit about what we did, um, and then we're going to. Um, let so we recorded we pre-recorded the interview with Bridget and Dave. Yes. Um you so will hear the dogs. You will hear the dogs. You, you guys will, hear, will definitely if we hear, hear weird the dogs. sounds. It's more than likely the dogs. Yes. Um now if you do happen and I mentioned this to Becky too. Mm -hmm. If you're listening and something sounds off like a voice sounds off or a whisper let, let us know. If we, because we are interested to go back ourselves to listen to see if maybe we caught an EVP just by chance. Um, but we actually interviewed them in the church. So we will slip that in after we talk about what uh, we wanted to talk about first. Then we're going to let them take over with their interview that we had with them. Again, thank you guys so much. And then we will be back. This is the first episode where we actually have a bit of an edit 
<laughs> because we've never done this before. We don't we've edit. Never recorded off site. Um, right. That was new for us, yeah. and we were the first podcast to ever do that. So, so that's so cool. It was such an amazing opportunity because keep in mind, guys, not only is this uh, a very old church with a lot of history, a lot of history at the previous tenant, a lot of history with just everything. Um, this is also their home. So, mm -hmm. you know, it meant a lot to me just to listen, old church aside. When somebody invites you into their home, that's a big deal. This mm -hmm. is their sanctuary, you know? It was it so to me that that just garnered a lot of respect and it uh was more 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 than than appreciated. Um so again, yes, just like Casper said, uh if you guys do happen to hear anything abnormal or out of the ordinary, now if you've been listening to us long enough, you will be able to differentiate between our voices. You'll know mine. You'll know Casper's. Um, the longer you listen, you'll recognize Bridget and Dave's voice. Uh, Bridget was a little bit closer to the microphone. Dave might be a bit farther away. But also, if you watched the Portals to Hell episode with Jack, again, that was season three, episode 13, I believe. It was the last episode of the last season. Um then you will also recognize Bridget and Dave's voice from that episode as well. So, uh, and again, there'll be one of the dogs was chewing on a dog toy. I think two of them were. There was one that was chewing toy. on the eye. Both of, the of them were. Toy. Yes. They got, they so pulled you're the eyes off of, <laughs> I had a dog that did that. Um, and I knew another dog that did that. That listen, it's a dog thing. Uh, so a lot of noises are definitely can definitely be attributed to the dogs. Um, but otherwise, if you guys do happen to hear anything that does not sound like either of for either of the four of our voices, um, that doesn't sound like the dogs, uh, please let us know. Um, you know, and time we, stamp we it, don't please. know. Y yes, please. Uh, we don't know if we caught anything. Um, we didn't feel anything. Uh, you know, no. Casper and I both talked about this, that, you know, obviously driving up to it is creepy and it is kind of this whole expectation, especially after watching the Portals to Hell episode. But um, I think when, you know, if you did watch that episode and they talked a bit about the previous owner that lived there and we went more into detail about that, uh, Bridget and Dave did in discussing the previous tenant. Um, I think that guy brought a lot of weird energy. I think there was more energy in that place, more from him, um, maybe more from the spirits that communicated with him that wanted somebody else to, to communicate with since he was gone. Um, I think there was more of that than anything. Now it just seems to be maybe occasionally more tied to the antiques that they collect, less to do with anything specifically attached to the house. And again, um, and, you know, again, this is just our opinion from meeting them and just from other people that knew them. You know, we met a couple of people that knew Bridget and Dave from the antique store and just talked about how great they are. I think it's a testament to their energy, why the place felt so good and positive. And just like anybody else's home, very welcoming and homey and the odd end felt the same way. As mm -hmm. soon as we walked through the door, it's like, oh, this just feels like home. It, it really so did, though. and sitting on the couch and wrapped up in the blanket talking to my husband in the morning just felt like and then hearing and hearing me get up at the same time going <laughs> my allergies were so Listen. fucking bad 
Listen. You're like, I didn't wake you up. I'm like, no, I sneezed myself awake. <laughs> I'm fine. Oh my god, I was like miserable. You're like the phlegm woke me up. Oh my so god, I was miserable. Okay. Sounded like my poor husband. Every um, yeah, it just very homey feeling. So listen though. So we get there right, and we go to tavern. What is the tavern called? Plate, plate, oh, plank, like Plato's. Hilarious. The Plank Tavern, and we got dinner. First of all, shout out to them because they stopped serving food at eight, and we got there at eight twenty. But the cook was like, "I'll cook for you guys. It's not a problem." Food was those fried pickles. What in the hell was in those? Crack? Because I'm not. This sure. is just a testament to anyone that road trips or decides they're going to go on a road trip. Eat at the neighborhood town. Hole in the walls. You will get the yes. best food you've ever had in your life. I promise you. That was a really good. Don't route, stop uh, at McDonald's. Club. Don't stop at a Subway. Don't, don't stop at a chain. Stop at the hole in the wall places. And you look will for them. Literally get the best food. Look for them. Too, look because for them. A lot of those places are family owned. Um, a lot of the people that work there and come there just are people that live in the neighborhood, and you don't see many of those places anymore. And we need those. I love going to more places like that than I do anywhere else. 100%. You're always going to get the best service and the best food. 100%. And that For food sure. was, you had a Reuben and I had a club and our friend that we met up with, shout out to Stephanie, um, she had a fish sandwich and their potato chips were homemade. Yes. And they were the best fucking potato chips I've ever had in my damn life. Very good. We were going to eat there for breakfast the next morning. They weren't open. So we decided to go kind of the next town over uh, past the church. And we ate at a place called Splinters. Same deal. Kind of like a bar, tavern, cafe type thing. Um, and uh, amazing. Amazing food. And I used the They cooked restroom. my eggs perfectly. That was so fun. I used it. See, like, Becky was I was, like, first, describing right? the bathroom to you. And you're like, what? And then she like, was, and I then I was the like, she's like the the outlet or the switch was on the outside of the bathroom. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. Because I went to turn on the bathroom light and I uh, turned on the soap dispenser. So that was fun. Which is fucking um, hilarious to me. Because I was You're like, over there turning on the soap dispenser and I'm over here using the men's bathroom. And there's a whole ass fucking urinal in it. And I didn't think, I didn't think twice about that. No. I said, fuck it. I'm, I'm peeing. It's done. I'm a millennial that used to bar and club hop. I've used many a men's bathroom. Because every bar and club, yeah. women's bathrooms are fucking ridiculous, the line alone. And I'm like, no. There's never anybody in. If a men's bathroom has an actual, like, stall, there's never anybody in there. No. The guys are never. peeing at the funeral. I almost said funerals. Jesus Christ. Um, the men are using the funerals. They're using the funerals. Um, okay. But yeah, it's always funny. They're peeing and you walk in and they're like, ah! and you're like, I'm not paying any attention to you. I just have to pee like, so I bad. Like I could give a shit about your dick right now. I don't now. care. I just I don't only care. care about my uvula. I just, I just have to go. My I bladder. My bladder. You're like, I have a bladder condition. If I don't piss right now, then I'm going to pee on the floor. So I, I literally have one now. That's how I got a jury duty. That's what I'm saying. So. Fucking amazing. Anyway. So. <laughs> I'm just saying. So we stayed. We got I will to do go. anything to get out of jury duty. Anyway. <laughs> I. 
so we when we got there we ate that we ate dinner and then we went straight to the church and uh we got to hang out and we got to talk to them and then it was actually really funny bless both of you because i know you guys are going to listen to this episode um you guys talking about the fact that you were old and you go to bed at like 10 and they're the same age, age as me and i am also old and last night I was falling asleep at 9.50. So, you know... The story of my life. I We are old souls. We are old. It's fine. But I also, in defense, get up at 5.30 in the morning. So I get up at 8. Usually. I've been used to that. My husband is a blue-collar worker. That is... They wake up at the crack of dawn. So, I've just gotten used to it. Actually, and I love it. I've loved it now in the last few years that I've been home and I don't have to physically go anywhere for work because I can go to the grocery store with the old people when there's nobody there and it's perfection. There's no traffic. There's no riffraff. There's no messing around. You're in, you're out. I got my earbuds in. I'm rocking out to some Fleetwood Mac or Def Leppard or whatever pod, podcast to suit my fancy that morning and I'm getting my shit done. Done. So after we went to the around. church, we came home. I say home. It just felt like home. Felt like home. We came back to the Airbnb, talk, stayed up, talked for a while, got ready for bed and went to bed and actually slept more decent than we ever thought we would. And then the next morning we went to breakfast. We went to the church or well, we went to Deceased Vintage first to see the store, which if you guys genuinely, just like Becky said, if you guys ever are in the area to go to that place, do it because their prices are reasonable and they have some really cool fucking shit. Really cool shit. And then we went to the church in the graveyard during the day because we really wanted to see it during the day. Um, And then we went home. I have a fun fact, actually, because God bless my father and sending me down a rabbit hole uh, when it came to one of the um, we'll post a picture of it as well. It was actually really, really, really cool because I had never seen anything like this before. It was a, uh, there was a gravestone there that looked like a tree trunk for lack of a better, I, I you know, just the way it was designed, the way it was shaped, um, and I had never seen anything like that before. Well, it belonged to a family called the Claybaugh's. Claybog, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's C-L-A-B-A-U-G-H. Um, and apparently the family um, that family is, is from that area. That name was very well known in that area. So near the marker that looked like two tree trunks together it was a husband and wife very uh finely decorated and engraved and had like vines and ferns and everything on it so that led me down a rabbit hole and basically the marker what that marks if you see so apparently this is a thing across the country that if you see any gravestones that are shaped like a tree trunk or have a tree trunk that it is the woodman of the world society so the woodman of the world is the largest fraternal benefit society that has had an open membership since 1890 um yeah so apparently it's just 
I, I could I really couldn't find any more information other than it's called the Woodmen of the World. Um, became a fraternal benefit order committed to helping families seeking insurance protection and financial security. Uh, they stopped providing, so they would provide grave markers to members, um, and each grave marker was formed as a tree stump or in some shape of a stack of wood, and somewhere it would contain their phrase, which is like their affiliation. In uh, Latin, it's dum tacet clamet. It translates to, though silent, he speaks. So yeah, if you ever happen upon any gravestones that That's the first time I'd ever seen that Tree before. stumps, tree trunks, shaped like wood, the wood with ferns, more than likely it is a Woodman of the World related uh, gravestone. Very interesting. <clears throat> So yeah, um, I had never seen one like that before either. I had never seen one that intricate. This was in the 1800s. Um, it was pretty interesting because people do still, it's the Pleasant Ridge Cemetery. Um, families, they, they do still to this day hold uh, uh, funeral services. Um, uh, Bridget and Dave even happened to mention that uh, there are, there have been people that have stopped by that because the church was actually still running until 96. I think I said 95 when we did part one, uh, Dave confirmed that it was actually 96. Um, they would hold Sunday school in the basement. And he said that there had been a couple of people that had stopped by that said that they do remember going to church there as kids in the nineties and remember having Sunday school in the basement. We didn't get to see the basement. But Dave said that it still has the old chalkboard and everything down there. So, um, yeah, I thought that was really cool. The connection still with people in the town. Um, and then also the stories in the graveyard and the connection to people that still live around there. Um, <laughs> that still have family plots that still hold funeral services there. Um, during the day, that felt very peaceful. That was a really... Uh, it, it actually made me want to get back into grave rubbings again. Um, I've always felt a peace in cemeteries. I mean, come on. Where are you going to feel more peaceful than a place with a bunch of dead people? You can't get more quiet Listen, than that. Every time I, like when I pulled into the cemetery on accident, <laughs> I was like, hey, everyone. I'm really sorry. Bye. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry if I disturbed you. I hope everyone's having a good evening. Okay, bye. Like, I literally... I anytime... never felt creeped out by cemeteries. No. I've always been fascinated by cemeteries. Same. And anytime I ever enter a cemetery, I always talk to them. Yeah. I always do. Very respectful. I'm always like, this is your space now. So I'm in it. So I'm going to be respectful of you. They're people. What? They're They're people. people. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> people are so disrespectful to people in cemeteries and graveyards. It's really sad to me. Well, I always see it. I've always thought of people that are disrespectful of the dead are more than likely people who themselves are terrified to die. Yeah. They're terrified of death. 
and most people who are terrified of death are people who either a do not feel like they are fulfilled within this life like they'll never be able to achieve what they want like they're never going to have enough time so they're just constantly like it's eating at them that like it's not fair it's not fair it's not fair or you'll have these or just flat out evil horrible people that mm -hmm. know they have done awful 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 things and that one day they that they may have never paid for it in this life but one day they're gonna die and they are gonna pay for that and i think that scares the shit i think i i really believe that i really believe that people who aren't respectful of the, of the dead are people that are terrified to die they're terrified of what's gonna be thereafter and we're over and here most like most of it is people up, that are dudes? horrible most of it it's people they're they're people that lived horrible lives they were horrible mm -hmm. to people in life so uh they're like oh when i die I, i'm gonna i'm getting payback and it's like yeah yeah Karma's you are bitch. that's that's kind of Karma's how a bit that's kind of how that works <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i didn't make i didn't make the rules okay i didn't make the rules a woman did, but not this one. I'm just saying. You're like, and that's the tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny that you're not drinking chai tea right now, but if you were, um, it'd be perfect. All right, guys. So that's pretty much everything we've got, um, that we've we got. Yeah. So we will go ahead and uh, turn it over to our interview with Bridget and Dave. I was going to say turn it over to Bridget and Dave, but we were like actually in it. Yeah. Like, back to you. <laughs> back to you in the studio. <laughs> now they're trying to figure out exactly why. I don't know how people do the news voices. I feel like I can't do it. And then when they try to slip out of it and they slightly can't, and they're still and you're like, oh my God, stupid country ass shit flying stop. in my mouth. All right, guys, we'll be back after our interview. Enjoy. So as far as um, like a re re original history of the church, like um, you guys said you knew a lot. So like, where did it start? When did the church actually become a church? Or like when it was built or? 1885, That's it was built in 1885. Yeah, they said it. What was it? There was another like kind of building on the site, and then they built. It was like very crude, and then they uh, they got money up, and there was a couple of rich farmers here, and then uh, they got money up, and then they built the church. Now I remember it was specifically built to be a church because in the deed it said not to be a residential. Yeah. Uh, when was it turned into a residential? In like, I believe in the early two thousands. Like the, I think it was, yeah, I think the early 2000s. He's okay. So it was actually <laughs> renovated uh, specifically into a residence by then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the then, last time they had a service was 1996. Okay. They oh, wow. Like last service where like all the priests, whoever who was alive, and then there was like, was it like... 15 priests or something or birthday or like you know whoever and then um a bunch of parishioners came and they kind of stuck the place for one last shot okay okay because yeah i the little bit of research that i was able to find out about it that was pretty much it that it was built in 1885 and that in the last time that they had service was in what said 95 but 96. So, yeah, yeah if you go tomorrow there's, 
there's a plate in the front of it and the pebbles out here. You'll oh, see nice. Them. Okay. All right, cool. Cool. Yeah. cool. So uh, when you guys bought it sight unseen, what made you buy it sight unseen? Like, were you guys just looking uh, for somewhere well, we, to live? We tried to get another church. I had flown out to get a church, like, literally the day before. And, would he, like, I went out and looked at it, and I wanted it. Bridget wanted it. And then um, by the time I got back, the lady was like, oh, it's, it's sold. So then my buddy was like, we told him about that. He's like, the next time we get one, he goes, put it off for it. He goes, because then they have to lock it to you, or they can't hear, they can't take other offers to talk to other people. And he goes, there's always something you can find out to get out of the offer. So I was like, okay, I'll try that. And then the guy called back like an hour or two later, he accepted the offer that I saw. I flew out to uh, see the church. I did the the uh, vacation, you know, when he's at the great uh, guy. I was like, all right, this place is good. And then I uh, turned around and went home, and then Bridget, and then Bridget came out. And then she saw it. But that was basically Well, yeah. I saw it after we bought it together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh God!" What were first impressions? <laughs> it was, it was. I cried. I honestly cried. I was really upset because I saw that it needed so much work. Oh, I mean, okay. there was no grass. It was dirt piled up high. You know, it. The walls were had like this splotchy red paint all over it. It was just really bad. Like it was just. Bad. <laughs> and then um, I don't know. I I guess it was kind of like just start with one wall. And start with the next wall, and then I kind of looked at the, you know, the bigger picture of what it could be, and then I kind of, I kind of was like, all right, we got this, we can do this. But first sight, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I feel like buying but I anything. Thank God that I didn't get some of the other places. Because some of the other places were like peeling paint, like one foot, like you know, like straight up, like they just closed the door. Is this? There was somebody that lived in here a little bit, so it wasn't like it was just sitting here abandoned. You know, we right. walk in some of these abandoned churches around here. They're pretty cool or whatever, but it's like, you know, I could have been sitting there one withering, so this is Yeah, like the inside was like more just paint and cleanup, you know. And the outside, it was like really hard like to Like a jungle. It just looked like, you know, nobody took care of it for a really long time, which was sad because we saw so much potential. And then, you know. He was out there, man, he was like digging ditches and holes and like, <laughs> I was like, wow, and, you know, leveling the ground out and. Well, no, there was like, I was like, there's this pile of roofing shingles because we have the slate. So in the middle, there was like a six foot round pile. I was like, oh, I got to get these out of here and you know, put some grass. And then what happened was the pile just kept getting big. Like it was under the grass. It just kept getting bigger, bigger. And the neighbor told me, he's like, oh, yeah. He took the roof off and just threw it into the ground, and then the grass grew over. So I ended up with like a hole. I had to like dig out like a, like like a like a foot down and like twenty foot round, like almost like a pool size. And then I was like, finally, the last piece. But. So you were and you were mentioning a little bit uh, before we started recording about the guy that lived here previously. Yeah. Can you get into a little bit of that with him? Yeah, he was a, he was a renter, this guy, Jeff. Like, we didn't, we didn't really know much except on the internet, but he was here for like nine years and he was kind of a recluse. He tried to start his own college. He had filled the, the, uh, the, the church up with books. It was just, this whole thing was like, Raiders of the Lost Ark with books in there at the end. You know? <laughs> And, um, on probably a little bit of everything. Yeah, the, the guy we bought it from, he lived in England, and he said that 
he, he was on time with his rent for like nine years straight. And he's like, oh, the rent was late one time. So I called the police to call them and check on him. They said he was like half alive. And then they took him out and then he passed away like outside the church. So it was kind of weird. We That's how so we actually on the property, but not in the church. No, no, he, he, died, he died. Oh, he's being oh, in the, the hospital. hospital. Okay, yeah. sorry. But so they said, but he was saying, right. like, oh, you better go check. He's like, this guy's never late with the rent. So oh, they kind of okay. came over and but, he was like, but we didn't know his name was Jeff. This is the craziest part. So Jeff Fent came over here right. with one of his ghost boxes, and he was like, "Go." This is when nothing was in the church. It was like we had just moved here. I think we'd been here maybe three days, and I've been friends with Jeff a long time. So he comes over. And he's got his ghost box and he's walking around and it kept saying Jeff. And he was like, I said, look, they're saying your name. And he goes, no, they're not saying my name. And I was like, well, who's this Jeff guy? And we were kind of like confused why I kept saying Jeff. And then I called the, the guy that owned the property that we bought it from. And I said, who's Jeff? And he goes, that was my renter that, that died. His name was Jeff. And I said, shut up. So that's why we kind of got into why you know, we wanted to figure out why, what, who his name was, what he was about. You know, we tried to get more info, but all we could get was that, you know, he was some kind of philosopher and, you know, that was pretty much it. But the weirdest thing just happened on Easter of this year. I was outside and this guy, like out of nowhere, no car, just some random dude, which we get a lot of randoms, you know, that are like, hey, I want to come in. We're like, we live here. You can't get into our right. home. <laughs> and um, this guy was outside and he goes, hey, I would really like to come in and see the church. And I'm like, I live here, buddy. I'm like, who are you? And he goes, my dad used to live here. And I said, okay. I said, the philosopher? And he goes, yeah, it sounds like him. And But he couldn't give me a name. He couldn't say anything. It was really creepy. And then I told him to leave. And he left, but I don't know where he went because we're out in the middle of nowhere. So it was just very strange. That is weird. Yeah. Wow. And that was on Easter. Wow. Yeah, it's really creepy. Huh. So I was told, I'm pretty sure don't pull me out. I mean, I don't know, but I don't think he had kids, the guy that died here. So I don't know who this person was. Maybe I'm wrong. It was his son, but I thought it was very strange. <laughs> All right, relax. Wow. <laughs> Well, clearly he, and nine years is a long time mm -hmm. to be here. So there was definitely a connection yeah. or he obviously left some kind of impression. Yeah. Here, but he's no longer Or here. some kind of impression was left on him. Yeah. I think but he, you was, guys he had, was living yeah, like very minimally. Yeah. Like I found like when I opened up the cabinet door, it was the instructions for him to um, turn on the oven so he could heat the house. That's how it was heating the house wow. and stuff like that. So, but, uh. Yeah, he's probably floating around here still. I don't think so. I, I don't feel him at all anymore. Like, I felt him very strongly when we first moved in. Right. And then he was just gone. I would say, like, I'd say, you know, after Jack left and did the show, we didn't really feel a lot of things anymore. It was like, I, I didn't feel like, but we were also never here. <laughs> so there was probably things going on, but, you know. When you guys, we don't yeah. hear him as much with all the dog barking. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So Speaking cute. of the dogs, like, you know, it's pretty well known how sensitive animals are to spirits. Have there ever been a time where you guys think maybe the dogs might have? Belle, for sure. She's the blind dog. And right, she'll just right. randomly sit, like, somewhere in the house and just bark and growl, like, viciously. And then, but she's the sweetest hey, baby, dog. Hey, baby, the eyeball, she's like... 
Like clearly there is something that she's definitely with her. It's like over here, right. like a lot of this stuff. Like you'll see that even though like it's outside, like all oh, they're hearing something outside, but even when it's totally like quiet or something, it's like seems like there's a lot of activity over there. I'm sure they, she'll do it while you're here. That's my ice maker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then Jeff said he had the, he was watching the dogs and we have a fan and it's like a like electric like it's electric but it's like you press the button instead of as opposed to turning the dial. And he said like the fan just like cut off, but he said each time it cut off the dogs were like 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 getting interested around before it and then all of a sudden it would turn off. So hmm. but it was all like kind of that zone over there, near the front door. Now, I know one thing that was mentioned, uh, this was something that I wanted to ask that was from the Portals to Hell episode, um, was Reverend King um, mm-hmm. in the graveyard, in the yeah. cemetery. Uh, do you believe that maybe even not so much now, but before that there might have been other spirits from the cemetery that might have been here at one time or I think when we first when we first we weren't even moved in yet when we pulled up we actually stayed at my stepdad's house and which he's in Columbus so that's like a 45 we were working drive. out we waited right. to see because we moved and then the thing with the title came up because I was like oh let's wait for the title to clear and then it was pretty so much we like were, it cleared and then we got here they said the thing about the only being at church so we were kind of like negotiating with the guy about what to do so he didn't move in yet but we were we were coming back and forth like doing run of you know like painting and right. cleaning and that kind of thing and really you know when we were here because it was during the day and we were so busy that you know we didn't sleep here we didn't like rest here we would like just go and you know go back to my dad's but when we first moved in i would say like when we started moving our stuff and we were staying the night that's when things you would hear singing in the middle of the night, like it was so clear and, and it was weird. I woke up and when I woke up, it wasn't, you know how su- like you suddenly wake up, but you don't hear anything. You just wake up. Yeah. And I woke up and I'm like, mind you, you're out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you hear this man who was like a happy scene, like a Frank Sinatra song. I don't remember what song it was. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, this is awesome. And I'm like, dang, dang. Dang. And I was trying to wake him up, and normally this guy doesn't sleep. So I was like, "How was he asleep?" <laughs> and um, and then he wakes up, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I just heard, you know, the Franks. And we both fell back asleep. We woke up the next day. I said, "What song was it, Dave? What song?" He goes, "I don't remember what you said." And I was like, "No, we couldn't remember <laughs> the name of the song." But there was so much activity. It was like you just heard things knocking, walking. Um, you know, singing. I mean, it was just everything. And then it was just like, I felt like they were happy when we were here, but they were not because I think, you know, they were, maybe they were figuring us out. They were trying to figure us out. And then once I think it started to come into play, like what we were doing and say, a lot of people would just throw these things away. Right. And I was like, no, we're saving them. We're putting them on the wall. And then it just kind of got quiet. It was almost like they were just here just admiring it i feel like they come at night and they admire it and they go away like i don't think they're here to scare us or i don't think it's anything negative it's not demonic right it's it's definitely a presence that comes in 
presence, like different, like especially when people just get buried, because this is an active cemetery. Right. So there's just things that happen. You'll see things move. You'll hear things right. knocking. Um, I saw a full body apparition yesterday sitting in that chair, and it had no head. But I don't know if that had something to do with the skeleton that we had in here that we just sold. So there's being a picker, you know, we are constantly coming across a whole variety of different things. And I don't think that it's necessarily haunted or, you know, cursed or whatever. I think it's the energy that was put in it yes. prior to you receiving it. Just like the lady at the odd end, I think changed the energy because when I was over there cleaning, I wasn't freaked out. So I think with anything like the energy that might have been here was sadness. He he was going through a divorce. He was you know a secluse. He put that energy into that building and into this building. And I think once we moved in here, we had a we got married here. We have brought so much different energy, positive energy yeah. that I think it kind of came alive. Even the outside with the flowers and the dogs and you know it's just it's actually quite beautiful that something from sadness turned into something really beautiful that people can enjoy. Oh, for know? sure. So definitely. definitely it's, like that, it's like that circle. You know? Yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then back to the song part where we went to the cemetery and walked around. There's a guy's plot there and he has like a microphone and he's like, come sing a song with me. Like on his, on his oh, grave I site. So <laughs> There's a Cinderella I love buried out there too, which is really cool. I'm very excited to see it during the day to actually go over there and visit. Yeah, it's, um, it's beautiful. You guys have amazing energy in here, even. Like it feels very welcoming, warm, very nice in here. Well, I think the dogs um, provide that. <laughs> I think we're getting another one too this Saturday, which we're crazy. But I love, we love the dogs here. Animals like, definitely have a, a way yeah. of, of that. Oh, yeah. Their sure. energy. But I think this place is, you know, it's brought a lot of people out. A lot of people come by, they want to come inside, they want to see it, they want to, you know, be engulfed in it, they want to hear the stories, which is really cool that um, us being out in the middle of nowhere, people are coming to, you know, check it out. It's, it's pretty awesome. Well, they I was, tell us they used to come here or used to be in the church. That, that was going to be a question I, I had, that even if, like, People still living that were members yeah, of the church to come they, here. People like, oh. that maybe were buried over there that were members of the church. At well, they built the, this was 1885, but they only put the basement in in 1921. And then they oh, started wow. having like Sunday school. Like, right. Down there. So there's still like the chalkboard. There's still like a little oh, some stuff down there. And uh, there was a guy that came. He's like, oh, I used to go to Sunday school here and stuff. And, the water's really bad here. It's really sulfur, like filled with sulfur. So they're like people come by and they're like, oh, it's like, yeah, we, whenever we had a party, we have to get the water from across the street and stuff like that. So, <laughs> but now we have so, a water system, so it's not. <laughs> so when you guys like first moved in, how long did it take for the activity to start? The I say the first day we moved in. Yeah, that same day. It was that. Oh, it was that first that night. First night we stayed. Yeah, it was wow. crazy. And a lot of things happened. I mean, I, sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened too. <laughs> like, Do you have any, like, favorite things that happened to you? Either one of you? I would say uh, the deer story is good. Well, yeah. You want to tell that story? Yeah. So we, we had been picking all day. And 
I mean, I, like I said, I had lost my father before we moved here. So it was really hard to deal with. Like I would just, you know, like zone out or I don't know if you ever do this, but you're like, Oh, if I see a butterfly today, things will be good. Or that's the totally saying hello. hundred percent. I just, yeah, yep. I just lost my father-in-law. Oh, last, and I just like, lost my very girl. unexpectedly. So you last get it. July, yeah. She's a cardinal. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's kind of like you know. So all day I'm like, I just want to see a deer. Mind you, there's deer everywhere in this place. Yeah. <laughs> that day, I saw no. And deer. Ohio. And Ohio. Right? It's like known for deer, and we saw no deer. I mean, I was like in my head, I just gotta see one deer. Come on, I know it, but no, no deer all day. So I get home, I got some more bad news. I was like crying. I just grabbed some chocolate. I was just like, you know, eating chocolate and I'm standing in the kitchen and he's sitting down there um, on the, at the table. And at the time that glass stained glass window, well, it was a stained glass window, but then it became plexiglass and we had a, an actual piece of stained glass in there. So you couldn't really see out. You would have to go to the cracks to look out. So, um, I'm sitting there eating chocolate and I hear the voice above my own. It's, it's hard to explain. Like I was telling you before and it said, everything's going to be okay. Look outside. There's deer. And I was like, wow, I'm losing my fucking mind. You know, <laughs> so I look out the one side of the stained glass and there's nothing. And I'm like, Oh, I got to look up, you know, you know, in your mind, you're like, I might as well just check the other side. And I look and there's a whole family of deer. We've never seen deer in that area. And we till, still to this day have seen no deer out that window. It was great. I started choking. That's I thought crazy. it was going to be like a Heather's episode with the corn nut. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I turned to him. He's thinking I'm choking. I'm, in, I'm just in shock. And I tell him, he's like, what? And he looked out and he, he even said, he was like, no way. We've never seen deer out here. And we still, to this day, have never seen deer. And that was a whole family. It wasn't just one fucking deer. It was five. It was like a whole family. And I said, no way. They said, one deer, I'll <laughs> raise you five. <laughs> <laughs> but it was weird that it said, you're going, everything's going to be okay. And it was. Everything was okay. But it was like in that moment, you know, I was just so stressed out. But I think I was telling Jack about it that sometimes – my when I do get stressed out or my hormones are crazy, that's when things happen even more yeah. than when you're just kind of you know normal yeah. and chilling. So that was just really intense, but very cool. He yeah. actually hasn't had any experiences. He's not really. I mean, you're open to it, but yeah. you're not open to yeah, it. Yeah, I can't say like, oh, I saw this or I felt this. Wait, I think it just. I think it depends on the person too, because my. My, uh, my husband's like, he is very open to stuff like that. And I think that's part of the reason why he, like, he, he wouldn't dare do like all these different places we've been and like Waverly Hills and different places. He's like, oh my God, I would, he's like, I would never. And I, right. I, but I think more for him is because he, we've talked about this. He's afraid that he would be like a beacon, like they would they would see him coming and they would just like pile on him and would just have all this stuff happen to him and go running out screaming like it was Scooby Doo. Like, totally he just wouldn't even like, they really like do. oh my gosh. They're like an empath? Oh? And then yeah. they're like all like when we went to Ohio State Reformatory for the first time 
Ooh, we walked into that jail cell. Where they shot the Shawshank Redemption yeah. in oh, Mansfield. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And we walked we in there, and it was like, it. they all knew. And I, I literally, out loud, they were giving us the tour, and out loud I said, one at a time. I'm like, you're going to have to give me a second. Now, I saw, so I saw a full wow. body apparition there. Yeah, she saw an actual I body did. apparition there. there. And it was during the day during the tour, which was really wow, weird. Like, cool. nothing even had happened yet. And down the hallway, I saw, I thought it was somebody in another tour walk by. And I was like, okay, no big deal. And then we realized later when uh, they were letting everybody, like, go their separate ways and investigate, uh, I was like, oh, the room that person walked in, there was no way for them to get out. So they... Yeah, that's terrifying. Because <laughs> I never saw anybody turn around and walk yeah. back out of that room. So I thought there was a door until we got in that room. It was, was the like, shower room. Like, it was, was the shower room. There, there was, was no... no well, a lot of stuff. I was like, oh, and then we actually, okay. we actually had... I got to show you guys this. I got that orb in that picture. So we we'll went, do it. Do oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we can. We can. In Louisiana, that should have made you a believer. We caught. Did we have any other really questions cool before we? Yeah, I did have. I I actually had a couple questions. Um, okay. How long did the place sit empty before you guys moved in here? Do you Do, do you, you know it all? About less than a year, I'd say. I think. Oh, so it wasn't long. Yeah, it wasn't at all. Long, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then the other question I had was. Have um because I know this was touched on a little bit too when when Jack was here um and even too like you said when the skeleton that you guys had here there was that apparition um do you believe that a lot of the times when a lot like we were talking about that like attachments to things is that probably more it than anything like do you still have those experiences every once in a while where it's probably more an attachment to something that you brought in, not really something that's here. It's it's really hard to say because I mean, can things be haunted? Yes. Right. Haunted to where they're moving and stuff. I don't know. I personally have never seen that. Okay. Um. So I hear people talking about it. You see people on TikTok. Oh, look at my doll's eyes moving and stuff. Right. Not saying that it can happen. Um. But hey, you know, I do believe it could have energy or it could be negative. So if you bring it into your home, let's say it was like the child's doll that when she died, she was holding the, you know, and maybe that fear and anxiety went into the doll. And, you know, maybe that will give you fear and anxiety. I feel like everything is manifested. Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like, just like I said with that lady, that when I walked and cleaned over there, it felt different. It felt calming. And, and, and it, it just had a totally different aura compared to before she was there. So I think that you can change that energy, just like I think we changed the energy when we moved into here. We made it into something. And now I believe all of these people on the walls that I do not know, um, you know, that they're happy that they're being remembered in a beautiful way. Yes. I hope when I pass, this will still be here and people will be able to enjoy it. And maybe put more pictures up on the walls, you know. Yeah. So, I to me, that. it's like even being a picker, we're saving history. Yeah, we're saving something very cool that somebody might think is trash or throw it away. But to me, it's beauty. You know, it's it's somebody's life and their families and um, their children. You know, it's it's to me, it's I don't know. 
I'm just so happy I can do it. I'm so happy that God is, you know, put us here and we're able to do this. So, yeah. That's, that's beautiful. That was beautiful. So we were saying that that was beautiful and then it kind of cut off because we accidentally started recording again and the app was being stupid and was like not letting me see. Anyway. <laughs> but we were just saying that was beautiful and then we thanked that. them yeah. for uh, letting us do the interview, which actually the we listened a little bit of it and the acoustics of the church, it sounds really good. Yeah. We hope you guys, I hope the sound picks up on... Uh, your end as well as it does on on our end yeah actually for real really 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 good but yeah we hope you guys enjoyed that yeah. um like we did we should oh, excuse me oh no <laughs> what? i just burped and i sounded oh, like i was scared okay. i said oh. <laughs> so yeah uh thanks again to everyone who made this Awesome two-parter possible. Huge shout out to Bridget and Dave. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for your amazing energy. Uh, shout out to a couple of people that we got to meet while we were out there. Uh, Chris and, um, shit, there was somebody else, wasn't there? Or, well, I mean, Stephanie, my friend Stephanie from yes. work. Um, but yeah, that is pretty much it for this episode. Yeah. Uh, so next week, guys, we are going to be doing another one of our interview episodes with um, a Horror Hound Film Festival film. And what's crazy is that this film actually has won a shit ton of awards since Horror Hound. Um, and I believe at Horror Hound, um, they won Best Actress and Best Something Else. I'll have to ask Marie. Uh, but we are going to be talking to Marie and her daughter about the movie The Uncanny which is a psychological horror film kind of surrounded or uh, centered around PTSD. Um, it is incredibly good. It is very... So, I'm sorry, because uh, I actually was able to pull it up real quick. So, um, they were... They won Best Lead Performance at Horror Hound. They won Best Writing Feature at Horror Hound, Honorable Mention. Um, and then from there, they have now won at the Scotland International Festival um, of Cinema 11 nominations. They won Best they Film They were selected for the Paris International Film Festival. Um, they won Best Feature at the Hastings Rocks Film Festival. And um, the Best Performance Award, uh, Marie won that. Um yeah, so it just keeps winning. Uh, it just won Best International Feature Film at the Scotland International Festival. Uh, it just keeps winning awards hand over fist. Um, so we are just so fortunate that we were able to get this interview. So excited um, and just even more excited to actually be able to sit down and talk to them about this film. This was one that really it was so good. resonated with a lot of people at Horror Hound specifically mm -hmm. and obviously at uh other festivals as well since it's winning all over the place so very happy for them they're they were very sweet people very very deserving uh but yeah we um we will be talking to her and uh we can't wait to bring the interview to you next week is that everything besides the socials yeah okay you got it so as far as the socials you guys know we have instagram twitter and facebook all at dfwto podcast handle is dfwto 8811 
If you have any questions, concerns, or want to say hey, please feel free to email us at dfwto8493 at gmail.com. And of course, follow us and subscribe. Give us a rating on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and Spotify. Uh, that really does a good, a good, a lot of good for us. Um, and then really quick, another shout out, especially to Bridget and Dave, because I have noticed so much following on Instagram and Facebook um, for the podcast. A lot of sharing, a lot of people posting in their stories. Um, word of mouth is is really getting around and I'm noticing a lot of people um, sharing the Enchanted Church stuff and really trying to get us Hell out there. Yeah. And I wanna say thank you for that because <clears throat> word of mouth is very important. Um, I meant to bring that up earlier in the podcast, but I just remembered that that was something I yeah, wanted to say. I saw that they posted in their story on their Instagram page, so that is we, really awesome. We have 20 more getting... likes on Facebook within, wow. like, the span of a week. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, and that was, I had to be all, and there were, like, so many Enchanted Church shares and stuff oh, like that. Oh, that's so, so awesome. It must have been Bridget and Dave both just talking to people about us. So, Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you so much to them. Thank you to anybody new. Um that happened to find us to follow us and listen um, because they are fans. Uh, and again, watch that Portals to Hell episode. If you've watched it a million times, watch it watch again. again. Um, book, and book the odd in on Airbnb. Go visit Deceased Vintage. Um, yeah, and go visit. Go buy stuff. Yeah, just Google Deceased Vintage, V-I-N-T-A-G-E, and it'll the address will pop right up. Super easy to find, cute little town. Go to the Plank Tavern and get yourself a beer and have a good time. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Well, of course, we love you all. Thanks you all. Thank you all for your support, as always. And remember, don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with the, the original. original. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.